Well, this is Brad, and I'm with my wife, Tiffany Franks. We are the authors of the Hustle and Flow podcast. So welcome this morning. We've been married 33 years almost, been together 34. 30. And is that right? Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. I'm so glad you keep up with that Don't stuff. Don't ask her, but yeah, that's us. We've been married th- almost 33 years. Went on a blind date in 1990, and the rest is history. So... Anyway, just wanted to talk this morning. Did you get your Did you get your workout in this morning? I did get my workout in this morning. Ended up ripping my hands. That's supposed to be some kind of badge and honor of CrossFit, but after doing it eleven years, it's just stupid now. It's not a badge of honor anymore. It's just something that you try to steer clear of the next time. It's pretty crappy when you do that because yeah. uh, taking a shower hurts yeah. and it gets in that skin. Which is funny that we're talking today. We're talking about just start and. You know, I said I've been doing that 11 years, and I was 39, I think that's right, when I just started a journey into fitness, and now I'm 11 years into it. Took me a minute to start, some failures along the way, but um, just started, and here we are. Yeah, well, in, in today's topic, we're going to talk about just starting, and so that covers a plethora of stuff. Like, there's there's so many things that you can talk about when we talk about just start what you know we were talking earlier you were telling me about pickleball and just tell tell me about that so I have wanted to play pickleball for a year because I did not play sports in high school you was a cheerleader well the the, uh, people are on the fence about whether that's a sport or not the people that (laughs) do it now it's absolutely a sport the way we did it was probably not a sport but I never played sports I tried out and I didn't make it. You know, you go look for your name on the, the sheet of paper they post after volleyball tryouts or softball tryouts. I never made it, and I don't know why. I mean, obviously, it's because uh, I wasn't. I know why. Well, it, it, okay, so the coordination w- was a lot of it, but now I'm finding that I need a hobby. Work has been my hobby for so long. I love work. I enjoy work, but I needed a hobby. Right. So for a year... I have said, I'm going to learn how to play pickleball. I need to learn how to play pickleball. I need something that's a hobby. But I finally just started. How did, how did it go? Um, it was not good. Um, I'm still not coordinated, and I, that doesn't apparently get better with time. It gets worse being, you know, as that I'm aged now. But um, I chased the ball a lot because I would either hit it somewhere it wasn't supposed to go or couldn't hit it back. So I chased the ball a lot, but I started. So I'm not going to be a year from now again saying, oh, I would love to start playing pickleball. So I've, I've got a starting point now. Yeah, and I think I think whenever you have a starting point, it's easier to uh, lay a foundation to, to take that next step if you, you start. What, what do you think? caused you not to be able to start i mean something as simple as pickleball we're not talking about trying to build a multi-million dollar corporation which would be great Uh, but something as simple as a hobby what do you think was the thing that just caused you not to be able to start so i think specifically with pickleball it was not knowing where to start pickleball is those people are crazy they're fanatics that people say it's a cult and that's true from what I just a little bit that I've seen, but there's not people standing around at the pickleball courts just waiting to show 
somebody like me how to play pickleball. When they go to those courts, they're serious. They're out, like, they're in it to win it. And so um, just a, a lack of knowing who's going to teach me, where where can I learn, how to play, what do I need. Even, like, men may not think about this as much, but, you know, how do I dress, What do I, that kind of thing. Uh, no, I don't. I don't know that I would consider how to dress playing pickleball because uh, it would be the same ragged T-shirt that I wear to the gym and the, yeah. the same shorts and probably the same shoes. You know, I, I know you, but you and I are different people. Uh, we're polar opposites. Now, anybody who's married, I'm sure you guys are probably the same person and and like the same things. But we've been together a long time and we do not like the same things. I don't really care about playing pickleball. I'll go play with her, but that's just kind of not my jam. But you're, you're one of those people who have to know every detail now, because when I come home and and say, I've talked to somebody, you want to know every detail. And when it comes to starting stuff, I mean, how does that play into being able to start if you're that type of personality who has to know every detail before they can make a decision? I mean, for you, how, how does that work? Well, I mean, that's it. I need to know the details. If I'm, you know, a, a major thing that happened to, for me last year was starting and completing 75 hard. So. Uh, now, now, what is 75 hard for people who don't know? Okay, what that 75 is? hard is 75 days of two workouts a day, 45 minutes each. One has to be outside, rain, sleet, snow, doesn't matter. Um, you drink a gallon of water every day. You read 10 pages of fiction every day. You have to take a progress pick. Whatever diet you choose, you have to stick to it. And um, no alcohol, no – there's there's some other no's. But if you mess up one day, you start back at day one. And so I needed to know the details because what I knew is I did not want to start back at day one. So I needed to know all the details. And I needed to know what that was going to look like to be – prepared. Plus, if I didn't prepare, I was just going to set myself up for failure. I think that's what happens sometimes with just starting. If you're not prepared, you're just setting yourself up for failure. Yeah, I, I can see that. I mean, there, there's a fear of failure. And it do, really, I guess it doesn't matter what you do. I mean, if it's, you know, if it's 75 hard, or if it's going to the gym, or if it's starting a business or starting a family or starting anything, there's always that fear of failure. Right. Uh, and because, you know, there, I think the old adage we were talking about earlier, you know, there's no perfect time to start a family. And, and, and man, it is, you know, would it be great to have $100,000 in the bank and your house is paid for and your car is paid for, and then it's perfect timing, you get the nursery ready, and then all of a sudden little Johnny pops up and boom, we've got a baby. Um, but we have four kids. Got married when we were 20 and 18. I don't really, there was no perfect time to have a baby. And when you just start some, sometimes there's no perfect way or no perfect time to do that. Uh, it, it just, it, it's that first step. You know, the, the old saying is you can go anywhere you want to go, but you got to take that first step. Right, yeah. And I, I think people get immobilized because of failure, because they're trying to perfect the time. They want to think, well, if I get this right, or if I get this right, or if I get this right. And, and it's almost like going to church. 
Uh, if you think about it this way, um, God does not require you to clean it up before you come in. And a lot of people think that I've got to be perfect or I've got to fix those things about myself before I can go to church and get right with God. There's just no perfect time. That stuff happens when you start. When you start coming to church, when you start listening to God, when you give your heart over to God, that just start process is the same kind of concept. Will you agree? Oh, absolutely. Um, like you said, sometimes it can just look so big. And everything is not about fitness. But when I started running, if you would have told me that I was training for a half marathon, I would have quit. I would have sat on the sidewalk and you would have had to have come and picked me up. But thinking, okay, I'm going to, my goal is to run a mile unbroken. My goal is to register for a 5K. Because if sometimes when you look at the very end of where you're trying to go, it's just so big that you don't start at all because of the fear of it. So, Fear of failure definitely plays into it sometimes. And like you said, you just got to start and not be afraid to fail. It's better to start and fail than to not start at all. And every month, every year, keep coming back to the same place of not starting. Yeah, I, I could see that because something you just said actually really makes it a little more interesting because, look, we're we are inundated with social media. Right. And social media causes us to doubt and and it really causes us to question ourselves because look, I'm fifty two years old almost. And I see a twenty three year old talking about being a multimillionaire because he's on YouTube doing this, that or the other, and I'm like all of a sudden the comparison game comes up. And in our mind things are so big. Uh, they're way out there for us, and we can't grasp the concept of how can I get from here to there. And you really just said, uh, honestly, a mouthful is that it's biteable steps. In order to just start, it's the small steps that keep you moving. Uh, I remember you and I I, I, I coached you into running a Spartan race with me. Yeah, you did. And, uh, yeah, you did. We went to Jacksonville, Florida, mud race, almost seven miles, some 30 obstacles. It was terrible. It was great. So you, you, you see, it was wonderful. But I remember when we left there, I, I still got the video. I said, the next step is the half marathon. And you said, nope, 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 never going to happen. Never going to happen. Never going to happen. And uh, of course, you know, I'd probably, if I'm being honest, thought never going to happen. <laughs> so, but I remember back in the fall, you started up in your mileage and you went out for an eight mile run one day. That was your that was your miles that day, and that we had talked about. And you called me and said, "Hey, I'm going to go for it." And I said, "You're going to go for what?" You said, "I'm going for a half marathon today." And I said, "Okay." So I remember meeting you down at the park and watching you finish the half marathon. And actually, you finished in in a, in a really decent time for the the amount of work that goes into a half marathon. And I remember thinking that day how proud I was. Because I remember the day to where we would go out, and, and you said it before, it looked, if you've ever seen Friends, that's one of our favorite things that we watch, and Phoebe is out running in Central Park, and, and Rachel goes out to run with her, and Phoebe's flailing all around. It looks like a fish that's just flopped out of the water, and that was similar to your running style back then, but to yeah, watch you yeah, move, to watch you move from that 
to completing a half marathon, it, it was it was incredible. But it started with just one step of of there. And I think earlier we talked about the want to. Right. You know, if you want to do something, you may not know how, you may not know every detail, the timing may not be perfect, but want to is a huge factor in starting. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it, one of my goals, so I have goals this year, and I've had years where I didn't set goals, so I probably didn't start anything because I didn't have a goal, and I do believe in goals, and I know that the times that I've set my goals, I've actually looked back over the year and, and been able to measure successes and, 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 and you know, and, and things that didn't work out, obviously, as well, but... So I've set goals this year, and one of my goals is to not only start one book, but two books, and they're completely opposite. But that's it. I, I'm I'm doing it in small steps. I don't have necessarily an end date of when these will be finished, but I do know the steps that it's going to take to get me to the end, and they're small, biteable steps. But I can look back at the end of this year, and I'm going to be able to say I started. Right. I don't. I don't know that they're going to be on the shelf at Barnes and Noble. But that's not my goal. My goal is to start. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and that that's a good statement. You you can't predict the end of something. Right. And we really like to predict endings. You know, we do. We like to project it, especially in business. We people want to know well, what's your business plan. You know, give me a projection of what you think you're going to do. Well, the truth is, I don't know. I might do $1,000. I might do $10,000. I don't really know. I can plan and prepare and project, but I don't know how that turns out. But just starting, I do think, you know, you leave the results in the hands of God. I think you you leave the results in in the effort that you put in. Oh, definitely. And and putting in a good effort. Um, So it's going to be a fiction book. One of them is going to be a fiction book, and the other one's going to be a cookbook. Um, is the fiction book going to be? Is it going to have like a, a central character, maybe a fifty-two-year-old, gray beard, good-looking guy with tattoos? Is that going to be your central figure, or we're uh, going to do somebody figure. else? Um, if that's the case, he would probably, you know, he may lose lose life in it because there will be there'll be <laughs> loss of life. If I'm going to write fiction, there's going to be loss of life. Murder. There may be a little Murder. bit. Murder. There, you know, I. I I know that is his there wife has going to, to be, do it? Uh, well, who, who knows? Um, there'll be some romanticism, but that's not really my thing. Hmm. You know, my thing is that my way, if I'm going to watch TV to relax, there's, there's going to be lots of murder. Let's just, yeah. you know, that's, that's just how I roll. So I get it. there's nothing more relaxing than watching people <laughs> get killed, you know? Depends on the kind of day you had. I think some people that's really actually relaxing. Um, it's a way to decompress. So it's 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 we're going to see where it leads us. Yeah. Well, and and I'm excited to to see what that hap- what happens from that. You know, uh, one thing you said is that you know you, you're just going to you don't know the results. You don't know how it's going to turn out. Is it going to be a bestseller on Barnes and Noble? Maybe, maybe not. It's really not about that. It's about the process uh, of doing what's in your heart and becoming who you are and becoming whatever it is that that you see yourself wanting to be. And I think that's sometimes what happens with people is that they have a vision or they have an idea of what they really want, but 
going after it's another thing. And I, I read this statement somewhere. Somebody, somebody said this. It said that laziness will make you think that life is unfair, that, that, that I just get the short end of the stick, that it's always bad for me, that it's always. But you really don't understand people who are successful. And, and, and I don't take away from what God does because I believe that God opens doors. Right. And I believe that God shows favor because the Bible is full of that. Right. But I do believe that there is a work ethic that God expects us to have when it comes to, to whatever is in our heart. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the Bible, uh, and, and people don't like to hear this, but when God created the heavens and the earth and, and man and the earth and all the animals and everything, it records seven days. Well, it says specifically that six days shall a man work. And on the seventh day, he shall rest. Oh, yeah. I know where this is going. And look, we live in a society to where three half days shall a person work. And the other days, they get to watch Netflix. Or they get to get mad or think life is unfair or they're unlucky because they're sitting on the couch eating potato chips. Uh, or, Or as Ron Tater Salad said, are you naked sitting on a beanbag eating Cheetos? And while somebody else is out there hustling, they're out there going after it and they're losing sleep or they're 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 really putting in the extra time and effort to make it happen. And so you can't be lazy. You can start and you can try something for a minute and all of a sudden, well, that didn't work. It's like New Year's resolutions. Day one, I'm gung ho. I'm eating no sugar. I'm eating no bread. I'm I'm in this thing to win it. But by day three, you're like, man, that Reese cup looks good. Yeah. And it's consistency in being uh, active and not lazy. I mean, you, don't you don't you think so? Well, yeah, and I think that's definitely a part of starting. But after you start sticking with it, and, and it goes back to also what I said about your goal, whatever it is that you're going to start, whether it's a diet, mm-hmm. whether it's a new something fitness oriented, whether it's business related, a business you want to start, if it's, there's just so many things that we're, you know, that we could be talking about starting, but whatever it is, yes, you have to not be lazy to actually start it, but then you've got to not be lazy and, and figure out the discipline to move you from start to finish. We're talking about just starting, but there is a finish usually. If it's a diet, you know, some people are on a diet their whole life. Well, why are they on a diet their whole life? Because at some point they've not possibly had the discipline to achieve the result they were looking for soon after they started. And if it's, if it's business, you know, you want to start a business. Well, business is tough. Business is hard. Absolutely. If you're lazy in business, you may have a finish way sooner than you expected. You could open and close in the same month. You could open and close in the same month. I've seen somebody open and close in the same quarter, you know, last year. Right. Um, so, you know, if, if, you, if you don't have the discipline and if you tend to be lazy bones, then your your finish is not going to be a strong finish. It's just going to be a, a quit or a fizzle out. Well, and I'm reading a book right now. Um, it's called How to Finish Everything You Start. And uh, I'm really trying to finish that book that I've started. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it, it's... Is it good? Uh, it's okay. It's you know, okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, I read a lot. 
and, and you know this, I read every night and I've had a discipline of, of reading the scripture in the morning to start my day. And then I have a discipline of reading practical books at night from various authors about various topics to kind of round me out in areas. And um, it, it's, it's okay. But you do have to finish what you start. And there's going to be setbacks. And, and you know, as we, as we get ready to, to finish up here, there's going to be setbacks. And it's not going to be easy. You're going to fail sometimes. But you have to decide, hey, you know, that didn't work exactly how I wanted it to. Or maybe uh, today I had a setback, but tomorrow I'm going to get back up and I'm going to just start again. Right. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep progressing. But I think the one thing that, that you said is important and we can finish with this is that there's got to be an end date to some things. There's got to be right. an expiration. If you go to your um, refrigerator, there's an expiration date on the milk. You don't want to drink it when it's chunky. So there's got to be an expiration. The one thing that I, I respected about what you did last year with 75 Hard was when it was over, you stopped. Now, that didn't, didn't mean that you stopped working out or you stopped kind of paying attention to what you ate. You maintained your weight throughout the year. Yeah. Uh, but that lifestyle is not, in my opinion— you can disagree, and that's fine, uh, is that it's not adaptable to 365 days a year every yeah. year. There's got to be seasons to where you work, you rest. You work, Absolutely. you rest. And I think that's biblical as well. If you think about it, six days, one day, you work, you rest. And uh, I think that that's important. I do too. Yeah. So, uh, hey, listen, we, we appreciate your time. Thank you for listening to the Hustle & Flow podcast with Brad and Tiffany. Hey, listen, there's two types of people. There are people who walk the walk, and there are people who talk the talk. And let me tell you, I prefer to be the first. And so we want to encourage you to be the type of people that walk it out every day. Thank you for listening. see how you do under pressure. Yeah, I've been wanting this forever. I've been in the field with whatever they throw at me. Brush it off, pick myself up, moving on to the better.